Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from May the 5th of 1990. I am sitting here with Doc, but before I throw it to him, I wanted to mention I'd like to thank Richard Land for the version of this that we have. He's a longtime, uh, I'd call an old school wrestling collector. Uh, the file I had for this originally was only like an 11 to 12 minute episode. Richard tracked down the 48-minute version for me, and it is clear that we were originally missing something, or may still be missing something from the opening of this, but with all that said, 48 minutes, it flew by, it was better than 11 to 12, because that would have been too short, so I wanted to thank him real quick, and before I throw it to Doc, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, thank you for your generous support each and every month, Doc, I should welcome you in, how are you doing, since Harper is uh, late as usual. Well, we've got a lot to discuss here. First of all, um, I have a confession to make. I didn't get the memo on that 48 minutes, so I thought the episode was 11 minutes. He's lying because last Friday, almost a week ago, he asked me about it. So don't believe him, everyone. Well, you were the worst. No wonder you were so mud show in your wrestling career. Would you just come out of the... Through the through the silk cape curtain and just yell at everybody. This is all fake. It's all fake. Don't believe it. Why don't you just go with it? Why don't you just like call me a liar like you always do when I'm not lying? Did you forget how to well, do that all of a to, sudden. You told me to do cocaine today. Is that true or false? I did nothing of the sort, and Hopper just joined us. Hey, well, up, man. This is certainly a momentous occasion. As three minutes late is the is an all-time <laughs> personal North American Olympic record. Um what what brings you did you lose your job? What what happened? What brings you to the table so quickly tonight? It was only 48 minutes. <laughs> it was 11 minutes. What are you talking about? So oh. what he's telling you is he always watches it right before we record, but and I am so jealous of him being able to do that. That is the best way to do it. That is that is the key. Uh, Mike, I'm back in the floor again. Remember when I used to record in the floor? Oh, God. Really? You sit on the floor? Yeah. It's crisscross applesauce. I, I, no, it's so bad and so stretched tight that I'm just laying in the floor because it's like barely made it. The, the old Ethernet cord and this terrible computer you bought. 
and I, but I'm, but I'm doing what I can for the show. That's what I got to tell you. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. And I'm sure all your fans yeah. and thocaholics out there do as well. Well, you know, that's an interesting thing. Cause I got a lot of cards and letters from the broads of BTT thanking me for mentioning them a couple of weeks back. And so, <laughs> Oh, I know why he's going there. He just saw something I tweeted not that long ago. <laughs> I don't remember what you said, Doc. Uh, that I just appreciate them listening. No, that's not what you said. You probably said something derogatory towards our women I said listeners. Something about, can you imagine what kind of sleaze, sleazy, sleestack hose beast listens to us? Come that's on. what it was. Right. And not in a bad way. I mean, in a like, you know, take charge in the sack and drink all your beer kind of way. Right. So, okay. And, wa- and, watch, to... and watch wrestling with you. Do you pass out the fucking dick to your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's got experience with that. And you're like, where's my cigarettes at? What the fuck? I, and no, I no longer have access to anything on Twitter. I haven't seen anything on Twitter in at least a month and a half. So tell me whatever it is you got, Mike, because I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so what I got is I got a tweet from, uh, I think, longtime listener. Uh, She's been following the show for some time. She's not on Facebook, so she's not in our Facebook group, but she's been following us on Twitter forever. And her at is Nikki, a redhead. Nikki is a wonderful lady. Uh, She... I see you're tweeting, you know, frequently uh, about various things on wrestling. She's definitely a wrestling fan. So is her husband. And well, husband. Nikki, I already lost interest. Nikki tweeted BTT podcast, BTT underscore podcast. Cause that's our Twitter handle. Y'all love you some broads, don't you? And I immediately was like, Oh Lord, which segment of the show have you heard? Nikki. She said the most recent one. And then, Doc, when you went on your little tirade just now and said all that you said about women, because, you know, you can be very disrespectful to our female listeners. I was like, oh, well, let me apologize to you. But then I blamed it on Fritz von Malky, since some people think that you and Fritz are the same person, even though you're a Cowboy fan. He's a he's a Washington football team fan. Almost said the difference between between me and Fritz is going to be about five wins this year (laughs) in the plus category for the good guys. So anyway, you were very dis- disrespectful to our listeners, so I was apologizing wow, that, for you that's on not, your behalf. All the, all the lady duckaholics know exactly what I'm talking about, and they're down with it if you hear me. Now, Wait, how can much... you finish? No, Damn. There's nothing to say. Yeah, there is. So I just want to shout out all the like women listeners out there and apologize on your behalf for being so disrespectful to to the women like Nikki and Shani and Brenna and Victoria and Melina because those are the names that are coming off the top of my head that that are women who listen to us so I'm sorry ladies like he's an idiot come off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't play it straight go ahead now what were you about to say I was just wondering if everybody in New Orleans had to go inside the other day with all that asbestos released into the air when your stink-ass, murderous football stadium caught on fire. Bro, with the things that stadium seen, that was like... Yeah. That was, no I imagine news. that there were ghosts just flying up to the sky. Like on Ghostbusters? Hey, y'all lost last week, though. That was good, wasn't it? 
Yeah. What happened? Sam Darnold? Yeah, Sam Darnold's a beast. Sam Darnold happened. I mean, Man, he, you can't even you can't even stop that motherfucker. He's on fire. Right. He's the next Joe Montana. Cowboys are sixteen and one, I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's gonna get his heart broken. Man, I, I like what we did against the Chargers. I gotta say I like it. Yeah, that perennial powerhouse, those uh Los Angeles Chargers, let me tell you. Yeah, look out. Watch out. San Diego Superchargers. Remember that song they used to have, Doc? Now they're Los Angeles, obviously, but well, and this week, this coming week game, we got the uh, Eagles. So you know that's a W. <laughs> I told you I was ready to condemn the entire human species today, sacrifices to the aliens before I was willing to let the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Any other flips and dives you got, Doc? Well, how about this? If Ric Flair was going to get canceled, shouldn't it be for that ponytail we're about to talk about? And oh not... God! <laughs> you know what he looks like? Like, like Thomas Jefferson or something. Hopper, this is the look I was trying to tell you about a couple months ago. Oh God! Look, save it. We're going to get to it. So, Harper, let me ask you something. Because uh. Mike and I have been talking about this. Do you think that for season four? of dark side of the ring the next season, they're going to now have a hard time getting the boys to talk to them. Oh yeah, they will dude. See, I, I said the same thing. To fucking Luke, and he's like, there goes the ECW one. I, like, See, I said mean? that too, but Mike disagrees. Mike, That's not you what think? you said. You, you're, you're fucking lying. Now that is not what you said. You said Dark Side of the Ring is done. And I said, no, they're not done. That's two different things than what you're what you're phrasing right now. I said nobody's going to want to talk to him. And you go, oh, you'll be Bruh, surprised. Cause, wrestlers hey, an, are some of the a, dumbest human beings on the planet. They will still the talk. Quote. The only ones will, will, will be as, uh, guys who aren't, you know, in the business anymore. I mean, poor old Tommy Dreamer was still a... In a business, you know what happened to him. But, like, I mean, fucking just incredible. I mean, what are you going to do? Stop him from going to some Andy show in, in Who Gives a Fuck, Texas? Exactly. Exactly. There's, there's, there's wrestlers a dime a dozen that can tell stories that you want to hear. Uh-huh. They might not have been the big name involved, but they're a dime a dozen. And guess what? They will be more than happy to talk to Dark Side. Because write me a they're... check and I'll tell you everything. Exactly. You know because who I wish the... they could have got a hold of because Mike, you you I think you're the one that tipped me off on this a few months ago. Um on those shoot interviews. Brickhouse Brown had a good one. Dude, he did, he gave zero He you was know talking what. shit about fucking everybody and then whipping people's asses. I'ma have to send Harper that clip yeah that was pretty good that was pretty I think good i see that but Dude, you will I need mean, a shower and a penicillin shot <laughs> when you're done listening to him but brick didn't hear so, yeah, so yeah harper mike and i did a a, a patron ep- episode on the the plane ride uh and uh we you know we, we were I, I think it holds up we were we were accurate were we not mike yeah i mean we just discussed what they discussed on the show yeah, that's, that's all you can do. 
Uh, I thought it was pretty think, good. You think uh, Brock's going to get anything for it? That's uh, a good question. Dick out for, uh... I have a feeling he'll be okay. But I watched it again later that night, Mike, with Mrs. Doc. And she looked at me during the rig part, and she's like, some hero you got there. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped my pants and started doing the helicopter at her. <laughs> Okay, it's clear to point out that that's your wife, so you doing a helicopter, obviously, is your own personal business in oh, your yeah, she, household. she signed up for that a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, it, it was a fun episode to review and talk about. It was very polarizing. There were a lot of opinions on it, uh, one way or another, and I'll leave it at that. But, you know, the only way you can listen to it is by going to Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Lots of fun, though, talking about that episode. Uh I woke up that morning. We were off of work. I was like, Doc, there's lots of kerfluffle online about what was said last night. I think we should watch it and discuss. And within 90 minutes, Doc had watched it and was like, let's do it now while we have a chance. And that's what we did. So tinyurl.com. Right, we're just trying to live like Harper does, where you watch it and then talk about it. That way, yeah. I, mean, we're not, I mean, think of all the trees Harper is saving by not having to write shit down. Exactly. It's fucking great. Our <laughs> yeah. Harper's going green. You going green? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, trying to save the climate, man. I hey, you. man, you have you have drastically reduced your carbon footprint. You well, I don't know. I mean, he Guess keeps I breaking have. headsets, and you know they got to mine minerals and shit to create new headsets. Oh fuck. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Is this all due to the chip shortage? I think so. Yeah. Well, let me take care of some business, and then we'll figure out if we're going to get into this show. Uh, I got to shout out a couple of new patrons or folks who moved over from Podbean. Believe it or not, there are still people there. Steve R., new patron. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, someone by the with the handle BC22, new annual patron. Thank you, sir or ma'am. Matthew S., new patron as well. Author Ian Totten, thanks for bumping up to the Hall of Fame level. Ian's most recent book is The Throwaway Girls of Olympia. That's a hell of a title. It's available on Amazon. I told him I'd give him a free plug for bumping up. Barnes & Noble, local bookstores, you can get it there. Check it out. Support another independent person just like we are. And then I, prompt, like I said earlier, I gave Nikki Redhead a shout-out on Twitter because Doc was mistreating her and all the women of BTT in a very bad manner. Now, um... Doc, let me share my desktop, and then I gotta wait, get. Wait, I got something what? Funny to fucking tell y'all. Oh, me uh, too. I'm glad you said that. Keep going. There's something I want to talk about with uh, Luke Hawks. I'm sorry, uh, the champ. So we're sitting there with me and my fucking old lady talking about shit for when I filed my taxes, and she goes, "Well, I thought you make." She's she's like, "I thought you make fifty thousand dollars a month." From booking the territory, I was How like, much? "What the f- fifty thousand a month?" I said, "What the fuck are you talking about? You told me you make fifty thousand dollars a month." I said, "No, we get fifty thousand about that fucking downloads a fucking month." Jesus Christ, these women! I said, "So, I pulled up the little calculator thing on, on my phone. I said, what's fifty times twelve? Look, it's six hundred thousand dollars." So you thought I made over a half a million fucking dollars doing a fucking podcast? I said, well, why do you think I go to work every fucking day then? 
and wear thirty dollar fucking shoes from from, from Academy. <laughs> if I'm making six hundred grand a month from being on this podcast for like an hour and a half once a fucking week. Wait a minute. Harper's making that kind of money, Mike? Yeah. I was I'm gonna like, need a raise. I was like, you you are fuck I was like, what the fuck? And she was being serious. I feel I, like if I went in and ordered a drink from her, she would triple pour me. Yeah. How I, the I, hell she's like, Yeah. You, you make fifty thousand dollars a month. How the it. hell do you get that that's not even a a, a miscalculation. If no. someone told me, if I in my mind thought, damn, you're making fifty thousand a month, I'd be like, You're you're basically a millionaire inside of five years. Right. We wouldn't still be right. doing this show. No, like like I, I was like I go to work every fucking day and come home tired and fucking. I thought you. Why do you I think I do you that? Just liked, I thought you just liked your work. She says, "Well, I figured you're just a workaholic." Like, let me let me let me let me let me let me break the news to to society too and and all our listeners. Doc, myself, and Harper all go to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uh, is sitting around making fifty grand a month. The the very man. Jesus. Jesus Christ. I, look, Blassie over there might be liking to save lives and stuff. I work because it pays the bills. And when I accumulate enough money that I don't need to work anymore, that's the last day I'm going to work. I, I, I don't even have a response. To yeah, I couldn't believe it. She Mike, you talked to her. She doesn't seem like she's special. What's going on here? She's I, like, you told me you make $50,000 a month. I said, no, around 50,000 downloads. She's like, well, shit, I wouldn't be sucking that dick so much if I'd have thought that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's actually more than that monthly downloads, but... Oh, is it? Yeah, we're big well, time, bro. Yeah. Well, fuck. But... I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, Harper, but we are the biggest and hottest independent wrestling podcast in the world. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Let's sell some dick pills. So. Wow, so no. then we wouldn't be independent. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Harper's lady needs to be. Uh, I gotta get fifty thousand dollars this month, dude. Hold on. It, let me tell you, <laughs> if if we were split, splitting that three ways on this show, yeah. How much? Then, I mean, that's, sixteen, like sixteen, six, sixteen. Seven. Just say fifteen a month. You're you're yeah. already at that close to two hundred grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's splitting it three ways. We wouldn't have to work. To, I'd just be just about ready to tell Mike exactly what I think of him and be done with this horse shit. <laughs> Fifty grand a month. Jesus. Like with Joe Rogan or some shit. Now, <laughs> Mike. Harper's lady has put it in my head that this is possible, so I need a raise. Yeah, I'm not saying it's fifty thousand, but um, I'll settle for twenty five. I'll give you, a, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a raise after I, I finally get one. Harper, um, you gotta, no, it, no, you gotta have us eat first. Harper, have you? Did you hear that? That the champ? Uh, I'm sorry, Luke Hawks was on Wolfie D's podcast. Oh yeah. He called me up. He's like, bro, 
y'all got to get him on. I was like, call fucking Mike. What you calling me for? So, is Woofy D out of jail? Was because he he's like, oh yeah, because he was in Smoky Mountain and all, and he could talk about all all that stuff. Was he in jail? I mean, are you being funny? I'm, I'm being funny. I, allegedly, I don't know. Who's Wolfie D? See, see there you go. Which well, one is he? Him. Is he is he Dundee's kid? No, that's no. That's a uh, Dundee's kid is Dundee's kid. They were clowns in Smoky Mountain. Though. That 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 mess. They were funny. funny. They, they they dude. They were buffoons. Anyway, uh, the champ the champ is on there, and boy, he he was interesting on that show. I'm sorry, Luke Hawks was interested on that show. He which which one was he? Was he was he ghetto Hawks or was he straight up? Yeah, was both. he job interview Hawks? He was, he was both. He was both. Oh, De- definitely both. Definitely both. Anyway, keeps, he was keeps in it real. <laughs> yeah, no, no mention of Hopper or BTT. No, why would he? I mean, you got to get yourself over. Yeah, yeah. heels, heels, heels. You know, as a matter of fact, I don't know if he's mentioned Harper on any podcast he's been on. Other than why this would one. he? His name yeah. isn't Harper. Well, Harper's the bigger star. We exactly. know that. <laughs> Harper's the bigger star. Look, I'm just saying. Harper makes fifty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I need a new agent. Man, dude. I, I'm I'm discouraged. That that brought me down. I would be living on a cloud right now if that was true. And imagine yeah. the other lies. Imagine the other lies you could tell her if she believes that. I know, right? That's the thing. He didn't tell her that. She heard him say something completely different, and she took that as... We've been trying to tell people for years that broads don't listen. Yeah, and then for the longest, I drove a fucking 15-year-old Chrysler. I said, why the fuck was I driving that old fucking car around? If you were making fifty grand a month, right? I mean, what the fuck? I thought you were one of those eccentric guys that much money. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much money you'd be paying in taxes if you were making fifty grand a month? A lot. Yeah. Bruh. God. I mean, and actually, no, I don't because I've never made that as much money. Yeah. Well, I'm saying as a self-employed person, right, if you're bringing in right. fifty grand a month as a business. So you, I'm going to shut up now. I I don't want nobody (laughs) just going to shut up. Because you don't have any taxes, right? I mean, you still got to pay the federal government. I mean. Oh, oh, fuck them. I'll move to a fucking Indian reservation. What's up, Ruby Ridge? Come on now. Oh, that's nice. Okay, how about we talk some Saturday night? Uh, Can I get this video version started now? I've been I've been ready. Wait, All right, you. well, no, we were listening to, if you're listening to the video version at this moment, we were listening to Hopper tell a story about how his woman misunderstood him saying the number 50,000 and her thinking he was making 50,000 a month via booking the territory. Yes, 50,000 a month, not a year, but a month on booking the territory. She heard a number somewhere else and she thought he was making 50,000 a month. Yeah, I don't get it either, people. All right, so we are talking... May 5th, 1990, Saturday night on TBS. As I said at the beginning of this week's episode, uh, we originally had the abbreviated version, which was only 11 to 12 minutes. We end up with a 48-minute version from our friend Richard Land out there. And this version, it starts with the show In Progress, where we've got Butch Reed in the ring along with Ron Simmons. And they're tagging up 
They're going to wrestle against, who the hell are they wrestling against? Uh, Bob Cook and William Bell. We do see a graphic as we watch this match unfold that tells us that the Braves are in a rain delay. Yes, they are in a rain delay right now. We're going to find out what happens with that rain delay later in the show. Doom is going to end up winning when Ron Simmons hits the shoulder block off the second rope on Bob Cook. Doc, any thoughts on this as we're in the Braves rain delay? I think this is a first that we're watching Saturday night during a rain delay. Boy, what's more boring, a baseball game or the rain delay? Jeez. I told you baseball needs to go away. <laughs> Just pissed off some people. Um, any well, other thoughts on this help. match, my team, my team has been officially eliminated since about yeah. May 4th. <laughs> are we talking about the Rangers right now? Yeah, yeah. They are hard to watch, man. Yeah, oh, man. I flipped it over I flipped it over there the other night and didn't know a single person. Oh, and really? I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm the world's biggest baseball fan. I am winning my fantasy baseball league right now. So it was pretty pitiful. Now, what I do want to know, um, why does Doom keep using the uh, Road Warriors finisher? We've talked about this. We're not going to talk about it anymore. What do you mean? Hopper, you got any thoughts on this match? <laughs> no, just that I was like, "Oh, look, it's a it's a Dollar Store Ranger Ross." Who's Dollar Store Ranger Ross? William Bell. Yeah. All right. That is We're not the real worst. It's not the real worst finisher for the five million time, Doc. Yeah. What do you? That's not a clothesline. What? He knows what he's doing. What am I? What, what am I doing? That's the diversified version of their just finisher. Tell the people, just tell the people what it is I'm doing, so that we can just cut to the chase. Well, we've talked about it a million times, but Harper said, <laughs> Harper said, Harper, repeat what you said just now. That's the diversified version of their finish. <laughs> Time to go to a promo from Doom and Teddy Long. <laughs> Yes, God is right. He's going to hell, too. Here's the promo. <laughs> Another impressive victory for Doom, but at Capital Combat, the return of RoboCop, you have the chance to make some history. You have the chance to manage the World Tag Team Champions, but you also have the chance to leave there with your head completely bald. Well, let me tell you about that chance you're talking about right now, Jim Ross. I am going to create history. Capital Combat, May the 19th. First thing that's going to happen is going to be the return of RoboCop. The second thing that's going to happen at Capital Combat is the Soul Brothers Doom are going to walk out the new NWA World Tag Team Champion. And number three, the third thing is I'm going to get rid of that skinhead Paul Ellerin. I'm going to cut every string of hair he's got and ain't no way that Paul Ellerin is going to mess with this. All right, well, you, you have your work cut out for you. Work cut out. Work has been cut out for me every day that I've gotten up in this world. You talk about pressure. There's no pressure on Ron Simmons. I'll put three. I'll tell you what pressure is. Pressure of being a 17-year-old, leaving high school, going to a major college, being an All-American, and repeating it for the second, third, and fourth year. Not only that, playing in the Senior Bowl, playing in two All-American games, playing in the Hula Bowl, playing in two Orange Bowl, back-to-back. Pressure's no stranger to me. I'm going to tell you what pressure is, Punk. When you enter that ring with me and Butch Reed in Washington, Every fat lady is going to stand up and sing because it's going to be all over for you. Very quick, but your comment. Let me tell you something. The standard boys are tough. They're the world champions. We don't understand. 
We don't underestimate them. But let me tell you something. Dude, like you come. My partner just says it. Sterners, we want you at your best. We don't want you hurt. We don't want no excuses. Because dude is coming for all the gold. And the gold is going around our way. Dude, rule. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now let's take a look at this week's Ruse Move of the Week. Uh, okay, so I, first off, Ron Simmons is, is is a tremendous promo. He's just a believable dude, and I wanted to mention that. Doc, what did you what did you have from Teddy Long Doom right there? Anything you want to mention? I thought first of all, how much how much hair product is Teddy got back there on that back end? That's a lot of soul glow. You've got that soul. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does his pillow look like at night? Oh. I mean, how often do I mean? I don't have to wear that stuff in my hair, so don't even ask. I tried talking to uh, Jay Spade to change his look. (laughs) The fucking, I I was like, bro, you gotta change your look. I said, grow the Walter Payton mustache Mm. (laughs) and get get the fucking Jerry curl. I was like, he's like, I'm not getting that. I was like, no one has that fucking look. You will look different than fucking everybody else, but he wouldn't do it. Telling you, on to something. You're, you're a wasted gem of a talent down there in that sewer that you live. <laughs> you need to come to Texas, hit the dollar store, and, be, <laughs> and, and, and fulfill your destiny. Yeah. Dude, that is actually a great idea for J-Space. I, I said no one looks like that. And you would no stick one. out from everyone else. If you grow the old school Carl Weathers, Walter Payton mustache, and get a fucking jerry curl. Cause he, cause, cause he's already got a good look as far as a physique. Right. He's not. He's not. He's not a tall. He's not tall. No. But he's, he's but he's five, but, ten, I guess. Yeah, but he, but he's got a good build. Right. So he's got a real good build. If he just did what you said, he'd stand out even more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's a good well, idea. He, he wouldn't do it. Of course not. These young cats, Hopper, they they don't listen, bro. Oh, that's what the champ was saying on the Wolfie D show. He thought, bro, Hopper, how many times? Let me, you, you may be able to tell me that I'm lying right now. I've known Luke for a long time. I've never heard Luke one time stress in wrestling, old school Southern wrestling storytelling. He was on that show talking about old school Southern wrestling storytelling like he had a passion for it that I've never heard <laughs> in almost 20 years of knowing him. I mean, he's, a, he's an ECW kid. So the question I have for you is where is it coming from and why is he stealing our material? It's coming he saw, from. He saw our numbers. Yeah. Oh, fucking Darren told him to say it. Okay, he heard, that that he heard that's Harper's it. getting fifty grand a month. He's like, "Fuck, don't worry." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like fuck heels. Anyway, uh, I, that's what I wanted to mention. Oh, now back to this promo, Doc. Uh, anything else from? I it? thought I thought Ron Simmons was really good. I, just seventeen years old, all American. He should have shot on Bobby Bowden though for being like a plantation owner. Wow. He okay. wouldn't do that. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, Hopper, what did you think about uh, Teddy or Ron or Butch? 
I'm thinking when he talks about him uh, losing his hair, like, well, he's bald now. Dude, so I have a question. Doc, I know we a lot of times do the pay-per-views in the morning when we're off. Harbor works on that day usually. Harbor's been talking about RoboCop for a while. I'm wondering if we should try to schedule that particular pay-per-view at another time where he could do it. Because I know, because I've heard Harper say a million times, I want to talk about this RoboCop thing. But it happens on a pay-per-view. Yeah. When he so do we need to... off. I mean, so, as long as Harper's willing to put on, a, get rent a tux for the event, because it's a pay-per-view, then I yeah. think we can accommodate that. Okay. I showed that, I showed that to my girlfriend one time. She's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what, like, RoboCop? You showed her? Yeah. I was like, she's, no longer, she's no longer a credible witness, so... <laughs> I'm with that. You might want to leave that it, lay off that one for a couple of weeks. All right, my whole thing about this stipulation with the hair. We're gonna talk more about it at Somebody Capital Combat. Somebody needs some hair. Somebody needs some hair. That that was yes. Again, we'll talk more hey, about man, more if you're there. talking about Pez and Boogie. All right, man, I'm all in. Well, remember, Doc? We we were watching. We were really tuned into ROH many years ago when Jay Lethal got his head shaved. That was great. Because, why was it great? Explain it. Because he had he had a signature hairdo, yep, and then he had to lose it. Oh no! It was something at stake. Yep. I remember I was watching it. My wife walks in. She's like, "Why is he letting them do that to him?" I was like, "We lost his match. He's it's a stipulation." Oh my god, that's so stupid! But it made you stop and look. Why is he getting his hair cut? Right. Well, there you go. My wife knew what he looked like because I had shown her. The flair and macho imitations, and she's like, "Man, that guy's got a lot of talent." And then I'm like, "Well, remember that guy that does those things? He's bald now." My broad thinks everything in wrestling's dumb, so we'll keep moving. Uh, well, we get. I've heard what she likes to watch, so maybe she should keep her yap shut. Yeah, I got. She I got. Com- she. I don't know, but she walked out the house today when it was only sixty degrees this morning, and she's brr. It's cold. I was like, "What the hell's oh, wrong with God. you?" Would she go get some pumpkin spice? Uh, she was dropping one of the kids off and probably did go get pumpkin spice I did that bullshit. This too, but I never left the house. <sighs> Stupid. I'm just sitting right. there lying and wait for the fucking, uh, for the Halloween cereal to end up on a dollar rack. Blueberries, dude. Yeah, blueberry, the Frankenberry, and the, uh, what's the, uh, Count Dracula. Can't wait. Harper's time to shine. Yes, like, every time. Karen in the world is chasing pumpkin spice, but Harper's out there with an oversized cereal spoon. I'm like a big alligator just sitting there waiting for that shit to end up on a dollar store. Then I'm going to fucking strike. <laughs> he does this every year, why Doc. Yeah. Why can't you just pay full price with all that money you're making? <laughs> Bitch, I, yeah. I ain't paying $4 <laughs> for a box of fucking cereal. <laughs> when shit. I know it's going to be a dollar. I know it's going to be a dollar within like shit. A week. You could you could buy twelve hundred boxes of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keeping it moving. The ruse move of the week goes to Lex Luger because he military press slammed and then suplex Flair. We'll keep going. Jim Ross and Jim Cornette throw to a clip. What is that? Where he has the ponytail though? Oh, uh, he does, but he's got he's got he's really got it in the promo after. Okay. I say here he looks like he's about to sign the Declaration of Fucking Independence. He's about to come out of Monticello and and fucking sign important Federalist papers. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's got he's got the ponytail, but it's but it's kind of coming out, so it's hard to tell. But in the promo is where you can really see it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. We'll get to it. So after Luger wins this uh, the Ruse Slam of the Week or Move of the Week, Jim Ross and Jim Cornette throw to a clip of Flair and Luger from Worldwide. Uh, Rick, it's the two of them doing battle. This I wanted to make a point about this as I fast forward to the footage. Hopper oftentimes would always say, why are they going to these big buildings? And this footage is, is from the Cobb County Civic Center and I've, or, or from Cobb County. And I, I think it's the Civic Center. Anyway, if this was taped April 23rd of 1990. And the reason I point out that they're in Cobb County again is because it's packed. According to the records on the history of WWE.com, there are 1,600 people in the building. It looks now, more than 1,600. And you know why it looks like it's more than 1,600? Because it's such a small civic center, which is not a bad thing. Now, I think the building holds like 2,500, but I don't know if that's for wrestling because, you know, you, you don't have the whole floor. Yeah. Anyway, my whole point is you always used to say, why are they going to these huge buildings? Well, here's proof positive. You go to the Cobb County Civic Center. You got 1,600 people in attendance, according to the history of WWE.com which is not a WWE site. It's just the name of the site. Anyway, it's got a lot of records and stuff. Go check it out. Good, good information there. But again, pack building, the fans are into it. They're really into this thing. So wanted to mention that doc, what are your thoughts on what we see here? Cause we do see a lot going down. Well, my first thing was we have 36 announcers on this roster Three or four of them are all-time greats, and yet we got last week we had Garvin on color. This week we've got Teddy on color. Come on, yeah, let's, let's figure that out. Yeah. The other thing is, hey, I know what'll fix everything. Let's put Rick in a ponytail. That's the problem around here. I don't yeah, make him. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna look. Look like one of those rock stars you see on MTV. I don't. Do y'all think that was a herd decision or a management decision? I don't, I don't know. So. I think it was just a, a rank decision, wasn't it? Nah. Yeah. I, dude, I, I don't not. know. I, I don't know, man. But you still can't see it here that good. It, it, this isn't. This isn't bad. Because he's in the match and he's working and his hair's flopping around and it's starting to come out the ponytail. So it's not. And don't get me wrong. It looks stupid, but it's not as bad as it's gonna look. When he cuts that damn promo with the suit on, and I'm just like, what the hell am I looking at? Now, as far as the match goes, Doc, what do you have from it? I was distracted by the hair. <laughs> it completely distracted you from the match. It it took me out of the mood. Yeah. Right. Now, well, I'm going to get back in the mood here in a minute. Towards Slap the me. End. Get me in the mood if you know him. Hey, yeah, hey, man. I'll, I'll get on you and I'll get off of you. And there's a whole lot I'll do to get you off. You Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lauren, Orn, Orn, Paul, Mr. Warndorf. Can you imagine, <laughs> man, when the day comes that Horner dies, we're going to have about a seven hour <laughs> remembering episode. Yeah, yeah it's gonna, goodbye. It's going to be a tremendous episode. I will do a tribute to him because he gave me a lot of entertainment from Smoky Mountain. Yeah, he did. 
He's going to rope the wind, buddy. <laughs> it's just when he said that line, slap me, get me in the mood, if you know what I'm saying. I was like, dude, that's really, like, sexual. Anyway, mm -hmm. all right. So we are about to watch, if you're watching the video version of this at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, we're about to look at uh, the finish here. So Flair let's loose a couple of chops on Luger. Luger then bumps Flair. Luger then is about to suplex Flair. We saw this a second ago in the Ruse move of the week or whatever. And then Luger is about to go for the torture rack after the suplex or superplex. But Ole comes in, knocks down the referee, who's Pee Wee Anderson. Now, Pee Wee Anderson calls for a DQ when Ole hits him or pushes him down. But then out of nowhere, and then Arn comes in the ring to... Out of nowhere, to all of our surprise, if you've never seen this before, Barry Windham comes I out did. and attacks Sting. And you're like, holy shit, boy, they just did something here. Because Barry as a horseman is tremendous. Why does he and, have to have a ponytail too? Yeah. Well, I think he's done that before, though. That's not new for him. Yeah. I remember Barry looking like this. So, I mean, it's, it's understandable. Rick's ponytail's out now. He's, he's... Yeah, because he had a ponytail when he was the Widowmaker. Bro, you know what just hit me with Rick Hopper? Uh. He's got so much hair. If it was, like, dyed green, he'd look like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> the hair is just so just out, out there. there. I mean, not exactly. I'm not trying to say yeah. you look like Lou Ferrino as the Incredible Hulk, but now know. this is great. This is almost like pornography right here. When they when they the, go after Sting's knee, let's get to those ligaments. Yeah, this is how you do it. He's already got an injured leg, so what do you do? Let's you go just after destroy it. it. Get out a I'm cheese grater and shred yep. those ligaments. That was one thing that I thought actually WWF did good during the Hogan run was at one point Hogan had the messed up ribs and Iron Sheik would put them in the camel clutch like during their matches. And I thought that was pretty genius. Just like, oh, you're stretching it out even worse and damaging those ribs even more. Ribs with almost everybody. Well, that's true, too. I was thinking 85 or whenever it was. Yeah, Bundy met, uh, uh, broke his ribs, Earthquake. I just specifically remember Sheik. A Sheik. <laughs> uh, that's a, doing some that's damage a, to them ribs. And now we have a really solid. Hold on. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back, Doc. What were you about to say? Uh, as we have watching, a really solid horseman unit now. He knows what kind of shoes things wear, huh? Ruse. Ruse. Good for your feet, pockets for your stuff. <laughs> I love the way I rolled off. <laughs> Gonna get hot yeah. about it. Shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they go after Sting's leg. Luger's getting attacked. The horsemen are in here. Wyndham's a part of it. You know, we've been complaining for a few weeks now. But this is hot. Look at the crowd going nuts. Good stuff here. The Steiners come out. Eddie Gilbert comes out. Lots of baby faces come out to help make the save. Uh, this is good. You gotta like what they did here. I thought it was really good. I mean, I was excited. I thought it was well done. Southern, you know, I mean, I hate to steal the thunder of, of the champ, but Southern wrestling's at its best when the horsemen are riding riding high. It just kills me. He's he's an ECW, WWF guy, 
And he starts on that show talking about his passion for Southern wrestling. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, I've never heard you talk about passion for Southern wrestling. (laughs) And I'm thinking Harper had to be getting to him. Harper's saying something. He's finally starting to listen. Anyway, (laughs) It's got to be it. All right. So here it is. We're going to go down to a promo with the horsemen we got flair we got woman we got Wyndham, arn Oli. they're all here if you're watching on the video version of this mm. flair's hair is a train wreck and do you want to comment on it after we watch it doc no i'm gonna i i think it I, my note here is it makes him look older he looks like every villain from every Steven Seagal movie, every Stallone movie, every Chuck Norris movie. So what you're saying is he now looks like a generic villain instead of the greatest wrestler of all time. Good yes. job, everybody. Let's hit play and we'll listen here. And then uh, patrons, you can see it on the video version. Here it is. Outside. Ladies and gentlemen, quite obviously the horsemen are back at full strength and they have just left a lasting impression on Lex Luger and on Sting. Can you imagine? Look at it. The greatest group assembled in the world right here. And I'll tell you what, you haven't seen everything, Luger. You haven't seen everything, Sting. We still got one more surprise. Barry Wyndham, you're back in the NWA. I tell you what, we are at full force again, and Luger and Sting's nightmare is a reality right here. We are going to dominate the NWA once again. And, of course, woman, I know you have something very important to say on behalf of the nature. Yes, I do, Jim Ross. It just so happens that I always get my man. I've told you that before, and I'm telling it to you now. And here he is, Barry Wyndham. (laughs) In the cage two weeks from tonight. We know what it is. It's Capital Combat 90. It's the horseman here. It's Sting, Luger, and Robocop here. It's the cage. It is everything that violence is in this world. It is competition at its best. And Luger, when you walked out here on national television and you promised the wrestling world the heavyweight title, which meant you had to beat me in the cage, you just retired because, pal, as God is my witness, you will bleed and you will sweat and you will learn the word respect for me and the horseman. Tell him, Double A. If we are oozing with confidence, it's because our mathematics are right. It's a 10-man Robocop, one hurt guy, Sting and Luger, against four well-old, well-groomed, in-shape horsemen. And I like those odds anytime. It looks very bad for Sting and Lex Luger, and we'll be back. Six-man action is coming up next. Man, RoboCop's stupid, but those four guys and woman right there, they can they can sell anything because they're just good. Uh, Barry, I want to say one thing. I know we're going to talk about Flair's hair. Barry looks so sleazy and it's magnificent with just his get up i don't know he just looked like a sleaze ball and a prick uh, doc you first he looks like the 
the big metal head that had to get dressed up for some shit that his mom was making or like a court, <laughs> court date or you know yeah her, her bo- getting married yeah <laughs> um Lauren was great it's great to have him back um we've missed him the last few weeks I th- you can I think the strain's starting to get to Rick the promos just aren't as book. There's something not there. Well, I'll tell you something that is there. That goddamn hair. God. Yeah, look at that. It's just terrible. Look at it. I'm going to rewind. I'm going to try to get from the side. There it look, is. Look, look at that. It's long. Dude, it's, it's very long. It, and it ages in five years. Hopper, you think he's got Vitalis hair grease in it to slick it back? Oh, God, bro. My mom bought you... me that once. I know. You've told the story on this show yeah. before. Dude, it, that that's what he's... I swear, that's what it looks like. It's slicked back, man. He's got it combed back. I mean, there's not a hair out of place in that comb back. Yeah. He can't get it more tighter. No, it's it's he's it's, lucky it's, he has a he's lucky he has a strand of hair on his head today. Yeah. But this is the hairdo I was talking about a while back when I was like, wait till y'all see that samurai look pull back. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. Uh I don't know, man. He he's he looks he's something else right here. I thought the promo was fine though, Doc. You didn't like it? No, I did. Oh, I okay. just don't think it's it's he seems just a tick distracted. Well, I mean, it is May of 90. Maybe Hurd is getting on his nerves now. Right. And... I mean, it's not bad. Come on. Let, let's put this into picture into frame. It's still Rick. Yeah. Okay, Hopper. The hairdo. What are your comments on it? He just. He looks like a villain. Hey, go back about 10 seconds to like 15, 17 when he looks straight at the camera. And the hair's on the side. Fetch me my riding crop. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He looks, he looks like a feudal. He looks like the guy from from, from, from the Patriot. The yeah. villain. Yeah. He does look odd, man. This is not right. The whole slick back look just changes his look altogether. And they didn't like clean it up on the sides. Uh, it looks it, like he it, should have like this. Look looks how like, long it is, Jesus! Look at it, Hopper. It looks like he it. should have be sitting behind some like desk in some office, and there's like two goons standing by his desk with with fucking Uzis. I think he looks like one of the goons with an Uzi, which is even worse. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, before we move on, um, I just want to say one thing. It's nice to finally hear Arn Anderson, you know, on a promo. Sure, absolutely. Well, always, always welcome. I could, it made my brain hurt hearing him mention fucking RoboCop. What do you think yeah. they got to be thinking? He's like, what? RoboCop? Well, the checks are clearing every month. Heard's a moron, but the check's clear, so. Well, yeah, but- but you got to remember, Arn took a hell of a pay cut to come in, so I guess he's just figuring. Pay he's me, thinking, Hurd's an ass. Tully fucked me. This is, you know, 
What's happening to our business? I don't think Tully fucked him. There's just he, assholes. Yeah. But it's, he didn't. I, I don't. But right now, if somebody costs you $100,000, are you thinking rationally about who to blame or are you blaming everybody? Yeah. I mean, that's if true. Mike came back all of a sudden and said, you don't get that $50,000 a month anymore, <laughs> you'd be pissed off. Yeah. 50000 a month. Huh. <sighs> You know what I love about these fucking dates? No, stop. I want you to stop when it gets to Kingsport, Tennessee. Well, it's you can there. get tickets right here from Taco Boxes. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, well. In Clovis, New Mexico. Somebody out there who listens from New Mexico. Bro. Well, and Clovis would be the, uh, I think it's an Air Force base. Oh, okay. Well, Taco Boxes is where you can get your yeah, tickets. Yeah, well, now, there's, that's what we're going to start calling the, the broads of BTT if they don't watch out. Taco McAllen Sports, the fucking taco box. Wow. <laughs> Stop will... it. Uh... Stop it what? Which one, Doc? Kingsport, Tennessee. Okay. We're in Saginaw at the Civic Center. Ticketmaster. Let's keep going. Hobbs, New Mexico. Tickets at the high school. <laughs> uh, Rochester, New York. Dome all Arena. Dome Arena. Z uh, Syracuse, Bishop Luton High School. Metro Center in Halifax. We're in Nova Scotia. Yeah, wow. really, huh? That sounds <laughs> we, great. New Brunswick at the Beaverbrook Rink. <laughs> the Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, Doc. Come on, man. That's what it said. All right, here we I go. I like this that's... one. Italian Stallion and the Z-Man are going to be there, man. That's right. Wow. That's why I said stop there. In Kingsport, which, you know. Kingsport Development Company. That's where the tickets are. Dobbins Bennett High School. That's tonight, May 5th. Let's go. Get in the car and ride. Jesus. Troy, New York. Oh, we're going back to the field house, Doc, and Troy. That was a great place. I quit match. All right. So then we see a bunch of commercials. Country Crock, Bubble Yum. And Finesse. I could, is that still around? Didn't that I become Tresem? Treseme? I completely forgot a, about that brand. Isn't that a white people thing? Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, but I wouldn't Soul know. Glow, but, but Soul Glow isn't. So. Well, I didn't say it was. Rock. Stay in your lane. Bruh, do you know how much? I, 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 there are three black women in this house. Do you know how much hair care stuff that's sitting no. in this household? It's I, probably, I, yeah. Y'all's bathroom probably looks like a salad beauty supply. That's nice, Hopper. I appreciate that. Yeah, sounds about right. Anyway, you should see when we have to travel. God. Oh. All right. Any other thoughts on these commercials? Because uh, that kid looks familiar. Like he was yeah, from a TV show or something. He is from. Remember the movie Boomerang? Oh, all right. That's him. And he's in a number of other things. Uh, DM Michael Angel. He'll be able to tell you who the kid is from the Bubble Yum commercial. All right. We get a Solaflex commercial, too, which we've seen this one quite a few times. All right. We'll keep moving. The next match, we got Cactus Jack, Kevin Sullivan, and Bam Bam Bigelow versus Rocky King. Yeah, yeah. Rocky King, Paul there Drake, and John Rayner. Uh, the graphics still does say we're in a Braves rain delay. Got to love those uh, Braves fans knowing they are tuning into their Braves, which, by the way, in 1990. Uh, by good. the end of the year, yeah. no, 
not 90. They were 26 games back by the end of the year, and they went 65 and 97, unless I wrote down the wrong year. I said getting. Oh, getting. Getting in That's your definition of getting good? good? We're getting in position. Yeah. Well, yeah, when, you're right, because they were on the, the precipice. The yeah. That's right. They were on the precipice of it. But not that year, 65 and 97, if my uh, research was correct. Okay. Cactus, Sullivan, and Bigelow, they win when Bigelow power bombs Rainer. And I got to get to that finish. Doc, what do you have before we go? 23-35 for the finish. I need to see Boy, I got the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) This is hilarious. Oh, no. Oh, no. But the pin. Let's show it again in slow motion because they show it again in slow motion right after that. I want to look at the pin because Steven Javorski's rubbing one out to it. Why? Mm. Look at Bigelow the way he's got him pinned. Mm. Well, he's a big guy. What's he supposed to do? That mm. looks like some kind of position Harper would do with Mrs. Harper. Yeah. We're talking really? about wrestling here. I know. You want to see the, the finish 50... again? No, it's slow mo. Go ahead, Harper. What? It's got the 50 grand fuck. Wow. <laughs> what were you saying? You want to see the replay in slow motion? They just leave it there. They'll they'll give. <laughs> and here comes Humperdinck's fat gut stepping on the dude. Yeah. Uh, so what Doc's talking about is Bigelow. Well, Sullivan tosses the guy to Bigelow like via a backdrop, I believe, and Bigelow catches him for the power bomb. Bigelow's powerful because that's not easy to do. What he does right there, catching. Yeah, yeah, because he can't do that with everybody. That's for damn sure. And then he lost him again. Yeah. But he caught him though. I mean, wow, that's a hell. And then he went, and then he went balls deep in him. Balls to the wall. Hopper, look at that product placement. Nintendo while Bigelow. <laughs> now you're playing with power. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> It's not making sense to the non-patron. You're a patron. You got to go look at this right now, man. The way Bigelow's got this guy pinned, and then the Nintendo ad is right below it. And as Hopper said, now you're playing with power. Take it out and blow on it if it doesn't work. (laughs) We can't do nothing serious here, but anyway. Why do we need you? We're getting ready to have a two- a double shot of Tommy Rich. Uh, well, that was a yeah. good movie. What? Ellie's Heroes. Okay. So they finally it's, are showing a movie that you like. Yeah. Great. Well, during the commercial, we also learn after we see Kelly's Heroes that the Braves game has been postponed and is hey, no longer a... going to get a start soon, though. That's going to be a W. It's no longer a delay. We're officially postponed, and they're going to show the game tomorrow. There'll be a doubleheader, we find out later in the show. What's worse uh, than one baseball game is two, back-to-back. Geez. God, can you imagine sitting through a doubleheader nowadays? Oh, no. no. Think about it if the Yankees or Red Sox play. Those are four-hour games. Is this stuff still around? KC Masterpiece? Masterpiece? I don't know, man. We're so. We use stubs over here, brah. Yeah, they got Stubbs, is, and I see the other one. It was like Sweet Daddies or something like Sweet Baby. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Sweet Baby Rays, I think. Yeah, bro, bro, that, that one's everywhere. Bro, that's some good stuff, too. Yeah. Hey, go back to that commercial for 1-800-Fly. Hey, remember the well, Cube Car? That's still around. 
Remember the cube flower, the cube farms, Mike? Cube farms? Yeah, when you had to work in the cube farm back there. Oh. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah. Boy, yeah, that was Yeah, my dad torture. used to say, you don't want to be a fucking cubicle dweller. Stay away from that shit. Well, now you're a home office guy. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That was always the worst. Like those National League cookie cutter parks with the patchwork turf. Just awful. Yeah. Well, postponed and a doubleheader is tomorrow. Braves and Pirates. What do y'all think about it? Uh, the extra uh, innings when a guy's on second now. Is that off. what they do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to I, up. I don't care. Okay. I, I mean, you kind of like, I feel like they had to do something because these, I mean, Bruh, an extra inning baseball game is the t- is completely different than a freaking overtime football game. Fuck, I watched one about a month or so ago. It was the Dodgers. I was like, well, fuck, I don't get a chance to see them too often. And it was against, I think it was the Padres. It went on till after two in the fucking morning. That's what I'm saying. This ain't playoff hockey here. And Harper, so like the thing is, it the NFL got it right. They they went to not it's no longer fifteen minutes. We're talking regular season. It's only ten minutes. If you score a touchdown in the first possession, right. it's over. If you kick a field goal, the other team has an opportunity to match. But the thing is, it's only ten minutes as opposed to fifteen, and they really don't take long commercial breaks during overtime. So they they kind of got it right. Even college football, the way they make you go for two now. Right. is even better. That way you avoid that seven overtime BS that LSU and A&M did a few years back, which so, but, was so Harper, so would you ridiculous. Suggest, so what do you think about it? Because you watch more baseball than anybody here. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. At first I was like, this is bullshit. But then it's like, well, it it, it's, it speeds it up. And it, it, do they still do that in the playoffs? I don't know. See, what they ought to do is just keep it for the regular season like hockey does ties. And then when you get to the – Playoffs, it's like we're gonna play grown man style. Yeah, fuck a tie, dude. Like, like I think for the NFL, if it's if it's overtime and it's still a tie, it's it's up to the field goal kickers. They just no, keep dude. kicking, no, and kicking, and kicking. No, no. Hey, I follow soccer, and that's a, everybody feels defeated when that penalty kick thing goes against you. So no, 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 no. That's nice. What do you think, Mike? You got seventy minutes. Finish finish your business. What do I think about the baseball rule? With the about about uh, football, if the overtime expires, then it's the field goal kickers just do kickoffs. Uh, they 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 keep kicking field goals until someone misses. Nah, I don't like that because that's not a real. No. That's no. right. I mean, because you you know if you if you got a good kicker, you're gonna win. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like that shit. I actually like the way the NFL's got it now. Ten minutes, you know, if it's I still tied after I, that. There's no perfect way, but I think you're right, Mike. Yeah, I, I no, I don't want to. And I actually think college has it messed up, even though they went to the, you know, where you got to go for two after the second uh, successful uh, touchdown. I think college has it messed up where you, they start off at the 25 yard line. I mean, that's like, it's just dumb. It's like putting somebody four feet from a basket and saying, okay, well, when you make this. It will give the other person a chance to make it. It's just dumb. You, you know, twenty-five yards. I mean, if you got a decent kicker or a decent offense, you can move that twenty-five with ease. It's just. I mean, uh, what's the red zone? The thirty-five, right? No, the red zone's a twenty. So oh, if you're putting well, them at the twenty-five, 
Oh, they should start from the 35 then. Start them at the freaking 50. Make them earn some yards before they can kick a field goal. I mean, dude, you can you can you can be at the 25 and not gain a yard and you're kicking a 42-yard field goal. No. Which one of the two assholes is Lee Corso and which one is Kirk Herbstreet? Dude, let me tell you something. They got to take that old man off TV. He's 97 years old. He's that old? No, he's not that old. Oh. <laughs> he ain't that old. But I will tell you this. Damn, he Harper is, and his girl will just believe some shit. He ain't that old. He, um, he... He's, his, he's, uh, he's 86. His oh, brain wow. is is starting to go. And and it's sad to watch him because I, I, at a time he was very entertaining on that show. I remember one time Houston was playing somebody and he grabbed the wrong hat and then he grabbed the right one. And he's like, ah, fuck it on national TV and throws the hat. It's on YouTube somewhere. Uh, he's or used been to married be. for 65 years. Wow. That's a miracle. He's alive and has a brain still. Wow. Talk about being disrespectful to the ladies. Come Man, on. I love my wife to death, but Jesus Christ. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's All right. nice. That Let's is keep nice. moving. Let's hear it for we, love. We need to go to the next match. It is Tommy Rich versus uh, the graphic guy forgot to to separate Scrap Iron Bill Ford and has Scrap Iron like one word instead of two. Uh, even I thought it's it was Scrap Yeah, it looks that's like what Scorpion. I, that's what it looks like. It looks like Scorpion when you first see it. It li- you really do look like <laughs> you think you're. You're seeing Scorpion. So it's Tommy versus Scrap Iron Bill Ford with Outlaw Joel Deaton. Uh, this thing doesn't really go long. Um, I got to give Tommy too Rich. long for me. Wrong well, guy one. <laughs> Tommy Rich comes out to a loud ovation. I got to give did. him credit. They they were they were into him a, here, man. He's got a Hank vest on. Well, that's to match his music. Yeah. So after a power slam at the start of the match from Ford to Rich, Rich turns things around and wins in less than a minute. He hits old Scrap Iron with that awesome Thez press. I mean, greatest Thez press of all time. Uh, just tremendous stuff from the greatest NWA world champion ever. But we're not done because Joel Deaton is out there with Ford, and we're told during the match that Ford has been training with Deaton. And then we go to a match with Tommy Rich versus Outlaw Joel Deaton. Crowd again was into it. Greatest okay. NWA world champion in God, history. Dang it. After Bigelow, now you got that pen. I knew something was up because I fast forward, then I was like, wait, that's a different guy. But fuck it, keep going. And he goes, this is how I got the title. <laughs> Put my cock and scrap behind Bill Ford's face. Uh, Tommy Rich versus Joel Deaton, outlaw Joel Deaton here. Crowd was into it. Greatest NWA world champion in all time ends up winning him with a small package, but... Deaton, of course, isn't happy, and he pile drives Rich after the bell. I can't believe Deaton would do that to, and disrespect the greatest world champion of all time and Steven Javorski's uh, little buddy. Doc, any thoughts on what we see here with these two who go at Wrong it? one. Really? Yeah, I like Joel Deaton. Yeah, I love these big fucking outlaw cowboy looking guys, man. Yeah. Well, you're gonna be Deaton happy and- when Stan Hansen gets here shortly. Yeah, yeah no, buddy. dude. I used to look with that the the fucking chew dripping out of his mouth and all That's that. That's real shit. talk. Yeah, that shit was fucking badass all the way live. Mm-hmm. That shit was a shoot, man. He's doing interviews like Tony Schiavone or even Missy, <laughs> and his spit from the tobacco is flying everywhere. And I'm like, Jesus, this is gross and great at the same time. 
Imagine those fucking people in fucking Japan seeing that shit dripping out of his mouth. <laughs> because they don't know what the fuck that is. They're chewing tobacco there, right? In Japan? They don't do I don't know, there. man. Okay. Well, dude, he's and he's it's it's always dripping down his chest. I want to see Jeff Eaton and Scrap Iron take on the state patrol. <laughs> well, you probably want to see that next week or something. With the Italian Stallion as a special guest referee. <laughs> All right, uh, Doc. I think we have a little debut next week. Yeah, we do. I think we get another debut. I say another because we had a debut this week. That's um, right. So, Doc, any any other thoughts on this match? Uh, no. Not really. All right. No. Uh, here it comes. I think Rich is going to pile drive him here. Or Rich is going to finish him off here. Uh, maybe not. Almighty. I yes, I know. You didn't like this match? Oh, there it is, the roll-up. No, like, and then, I, because here's the thing. I fast-forward because I'm thinking, I know what I'm going to see. He's going to work a body part, work a body part, work a body part, work a body part, and do his 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 uh, press pin, and it's going to be over. Well, he I gets like pile-driven. Yeah. All right, the so cowboy, we'll keep moving. The Cowboy Buck Zoomhoff, I'm telling you. Uh, they Man, they play, Cimarron, the movie. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Boy, they played some movies back on TBS back I, in the day. Fuck, I want to sit through this. Who would pay for cable to watch this? Well, you just said Kelly's Heroes was good in the last one. Yeah, but that's night. a good movie. This is some fucking <laughs> shit from 1950. And, would uh, Daddy Harper watch uh, them? No. Uh, we're only like three or four years away from 1950 being as far away from this as current day is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Chew on that. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we see a bunch of other ads. I didn't even write these things down except for the abdominal. weirdo. Who in the fuck Ooh. just sneaks into the house like that? I do shit like that to, to fucking Tiffany fucking all the time. You sneak in the house. Oh yeah, it should be like in the bedroom, and should be just and, and uh, always sneaking and just rah! What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Why do you do that to her? Because it's fucking awesome. One I'm of these days, fuck. she's gonna I'm blow with, a hole in you. I'm with Harper on this. <laughs> That's it. this is this is funny. I do it every day. Yeah, you why gotta not? know. You better know who you're doing that to. You do it to the wrong person, <laughs> you end up dead. We didn't say he was going down the street, like, with his shorts around his ankles going yeah. to people's houses. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got a musk faint. to him. He has a scent. Maybe she yeah. should pick up on that. Yeah. A scent. There like you go. Another movie, just... Hopper. Yeah. When the... The... What the fuck? <laughs> when the... What is it? What is it? the name of that movie? When the North Wind Blows. Wind blows. Exactly. When it blows. Family Adventure Sunday. Yeah, I used there to see why the why the now, Braves were such a big deal. Now, now wait here a we minute. Go. Here we go, bro. I like the looks of this. See, I would have paused it at this <laughs> certain point coming up. Watch, right, right. Let's Tell let's see. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Getting close. Here though. it comes. <laughs> right there. Right there. <laughs> Why would you why, pause it, Harper? Why would you pause it right there, Harper? It's like a crank off to that. I thought so. <laughs> Come on. 
What we're watching I, is the Abdominizer commercial. I got to believe she the Sears catalog. She was a bottle catalog. or something, huh? Okay, fine, but I got to believe that the Sears catalog was better than that. I, yeah, but I guarantee you, if I saw that commercial back in 1990, it'll be frump. Then I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I got to go jerk off now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Boy. What? Class is you see how up. you see how 1990 Harper <laughs> ends up to 2021 Harper sneaking in uh-huh. his girlfriend's house. <laughs> There's a direct line there. Uh-oh. As the show strolls right along, there is a direct line. Now we've got the Louisville Slugger segment. We're going to see the Freebirds. Before the promo with the Freebirds, they show a clip from Worldwide where the Freebirds come out and jump the Rock and Roll Express. An elastic waist. I, I thought know. so, but I was going to ask you. That's some mom gene action. That acid wash nonsense. Oh, Duster. What the hell are Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin just wearing in general? A denim duster and acid washed at that, along with some stretchy mom jeans and... I don't know. I can't yeah, because those aren't regular blue jeans. No. Which would make him look like a badass and not a, a buffoon. Okay. What do you have from this promo, Doc? Not a lot. I had the same thing. The ending was great with... Yeah, the ending was great. With Corny so, getting stuck. <laughs> yeah, that you're, you're not lying. I'll... I'll Fast forward to that in a second. So Hayes calls the rock and roll snotty nose brats and promises to beat the rock and roll's ass. The rock and roll express do run out and they are going to chase the free birds away. And that's when Cornette is alone in the ring with the rock and roll. And Corny is like, guys, why are y'all running? And Corny turns around and bumps because he realizes he's alone. And boy, he pretty much just turned green. I'm going to fast forward to it here. There it is. So they're cutting the promo. Here come the rock and roll. The birds get out of there. Corny's like, hey, guys, where are you going? He turns around. <laughs> he does that ass bump he does in Smokey all the time. Freaks out. I thought it was entertaining. Doc, five any other thoughts? After, five years after that, P.S. Hayes is Doc Hendricks. Damn. It's incredible. Yeah. I remember I the first, the first time, time I saw him. seeing that. Yeah, dude. I was like, that's Michael P.S. Hayes. Why is he calling himself <laughs> Doc Hendricks? It's the same thing. I was flipping through and I go, why is Michael Hayes, why does he look like that? But, you know, WWF, what are you going to do? All right, then we get they a... They uh, calling that Steiner kid Steiner. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the social media outrage. He's wearing the singlet like Pops. It's all bright colors, and he looks like a Steiner. Yeah, but they call him uh, Braun Breaker or something. What is his name? Is that it? Something like that. I'm like that. Oh, my God. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. We got a commercial for Capital Combat. Make sure you order the pay-per-view so we can see Cop 2 and yada, yada, yada. Mm. And... Then Hopper paused his show again because Hopper, who are we looking at now? It's oh, right between the titties right there. Stop that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I noticed on her Facebook, she she has it set to where you can't comment on it. So 
that goes to show you she must have got a lot of, I don't know, like maybe some pervert shit. Trolls. Of course. Trolls. I mean, she's yeah. Missy Hyatt. Of course she's going to deal with that. Yeah. Dude, I mean, the, here's the thing, Hopper. You know, I know we like to joke and play, but, you know, we all have self-control. These these garanimals out there nowadays that that friend her on Facebook, not that they're all garanimals, but, you know, these folks who friend her, they, they were like you in 1990, getting the crank here and there to old Missy. So, of course, when the they internet, see... The internet is like the vendors and people trying to sell you shit and rob you in Jackson Square. Yeah. So, you know she's getting... Can you imagine the stuff she gets DM'd? But, but uh. how do we get a hold of her so that Harper can take her on a, on a date? I can't help you. All right. So, then... We go to the end of the show. JR and Corny close things out. JR teases a new horseman, not named Barry Windham, that will be introduced on Friday night's Power Hour and that we'll see on next week's episode. Um, let me why tell y'all they, something. Why didn't they have the horseman tell us that when they were out there? Uh, they should have. Everything was airtight, brother. Airtight, brother. But let That's me tell y'all something. If this was taped or not, everything's this segment. No, but, but taped you know, way earlier. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And they weren't supposed to air this yet. Oops. Here's something else you need to know. So some more interesting news from this Cobb County show. Again, according to the history of WWE.com site, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong debuted on this show, not TV, but on this show. Also, uh, and then when I say debut, I know they had wrestled before. I'm talking about, you know, here. Also, Brian Lee defeated Bob Cook. Mean Mark defeated Lee Scott and Rocky King in a handicap match. And Norman beat Mark Kyle, a.k.a. Killer Kyle, in a match that did not air on Saturday night. So just point out, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong. And speaking of the absence of Norman, maybe we should rate this. Well, I'm with you because that's where I was going next. So that wrapped up the actual episode. So, let's rate it. This one was 10 times better than what we've seen lately. Doc, what are you giving it? Boy, no kidding. It was 48 minutes long. That's a key. No Norman was just crucial to the overall quality of the show. Um, there's still some problems, and so we can't overlook them. But definitely, as you said, a market improvement. I'm going to say B+. You being rough on it. Harper, what you giving it? I'm going to give it an A. That fucking beatdown on Sting? Yeah, that's true, A+. plus. Yeah, there you go. I'm giving it an A+. Especially in 1990? After what we've seen? I'll I'll give it an A-. minus. Maybe I was a little harsh at first blush. You were a little rough, but that's fine. All okay. right, y'all. So we need to give out some Rolexes before we do so. I want to remind you to cl- please consider becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash BTT. It's a great way to support not only support the show, but you get a ton of extra content in return. Like I was saying earlier, Doc and I had cut a episode on the dark side of the ring as far as the uh, plane ride from hell. There's numerous other dark side of the ring episodes coming that Doc and I, I'm sure, will tackle in some pre-shows and whatnot like we did during the first half of this dark side season. 
So you can get all that at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And again, we've got a pay-per-view coming up, Capital Combat 90, that will only be up on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And don't forget to use our Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Great way to support the show. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. Again, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Put the link in the browser forum because, you know, I mean, as we've heard earlier in this show, Harper's lady doesn't listen well. Uh, thought he was making 50000 a month doing BTT. <laughs> so, you know, if that happens like that, it's probably good to just put the link in the browser forum. Anyway. Okay. We need to go to handing out the Rolex. Okay. So, Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Only one, only one person in consideration this week. Barry Wyndham on a successful return. Hopper? I gave it to Barry. I almost gave it to Tommy Rich, but then I was like, you know what? Barry is the man. He came back. I, I didn't almost give it to Tommy. Yeah, I got to give it to Barry Wyndham as well. Barry Wyndham returned. Nice return. They beat down Sting. They cut a nice promo after. Barry looks sleazy. He's back where he belongs with the horsemen, and that's how it should be. So I'm giving it to Barry as well. So clean sweep for Barry Wyndham. All right. Now I have a, I have a question real quick. Yes, please. Harper, how was the Impossible Whopper? Never had it yet. I still can't he, get it. But I was going to ask you, you that. do, you're going to talk about it on a video, right? Yeah. So if I wanted to get a video of you talking about something, what would I need to do? You gotta uh, hello, uh, Mike. Let me help you out, little buddy. So <laughs> if you want a video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, you want to give a friend, a relative, a family member that you hate life and relationship advice, birthday shout outs, whatever, you name it, Harper can cut a video on it as long as it's legal and isn't him committing a crime of any sort. Information regarding Harper's shout outs, here it is. First, Email Hopper to Chris Harper 16 Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Chris Harper 16. And then also PayPal him 20 bucks to CC30388CC at yahoo.com. Send that. PayPal him. If you need props, you'll have to PayPal him a little bit more. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, Again, emails. It's still. Like, if you go to McDonald's or Burger King, it's still they just got like a little piece of paper up on the counter. It's just, this is what we have. That's how it was after Katrina for a long time, too. Yeah, that, that's how it is. And the grocery yeah. stores are still hit and miss with shit. Well, we didn't have a hurricane, and it's still hit and miss here. So you, <laughs> we, we get it. But that's how you can get in touch with Hopper and uh, request your video. Email him, chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. And again, PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. You can check all that in the show description, and you will find the information there in order to uh, get your video requested and money sent. Uh, Doc, anything else? I got to mention one other thing, but I know you need to get out of here, so I want to give you an opportunity if you got anything to say. I'm going to go ahead and take this time to step out of the, the so y'all can talk good about me when I leave. Uh, once again, uh, just all the duckaholics out there make uh, have made good choices this week. That's all I'm gonna say. Be safe. Be nice. Be kind. Good choices, huh? All right. Hey, man, cheer on those cowboys. That'll that'll help out your mental health. Trust me. 
Might actually make people miserable, but okay. Can't believe right, you told so... me. I can't. I mean, by the way, as I leave, I cannot believe you told me to do cocaine today. Oh, he did. He said Why? you better. He, he said you better do some cocaine today and get yourself ready for tonight. Oh, boy! I just figured out how on Skype to mute Doc without him knowing he's muted. I'm gonna have I quit. to do that one time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he just left. Um, uh, real quick, shout out to our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them and check them out and their show as they cover the northern side of pro wrestling's history. And check out the bottom line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do a show on uh, our ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Again, it's called The Bottom Line Cast. Check them out on Twitter and uh, give them a listen. Good stuff from those guys as well. And then lastly, once again, shout out to author Ian Totten. Thanks again for bumping up your pledge. And go check out Ian's new book, The Throwaway Girls of Olympia, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or through local bookstores. Check it out and support another independent person just like us. All right, time to get out of here, unless you got anything else, Hopper. Uh-uh. Nothing? All right, bud. Well, let's roll. Let's, uh, yeah, let's roll, man. My friend Gerald Green loves when you say that. Let's roll. Hit the tagline. All right. Let's go, buckaroo. <laughs> no bitch. more book. Oh, there it is. <laughs>